Welcome back to the Listen Up Podcast, where we analyze a new album each week. I'm Jamie, and this week we've got me, Nick, and Jordan. Here comes the party! This is going to be our first episode back with just the three of us, coming off of, you know, our two-month-long guest month. Figure that one out. Because I don't want to do the math. Uh, This week, we're going to be taking a look at Stories Don't End by Dawes, released in 2013, and it was picked by Nick. Nick, why did you choose this album for us to listen to? Um, I think I said at the end of the last episode that I've loved this band for forever, and um, and by forever I mean since like. Would you say that they're your favorite band? Um, they're. I would say that they're definitely top five, probably top three, co- competitive up there, and. Uh, I think I discovered them around the time they came out with their album that came after this album called All Your Favorite Bands. And is that the is that the uh sandy looking one? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's like a like okay. a tan beige color on the front and it's got that's like a the party one, banner. That's yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the one that I remember you telling me about. Yeah. Probably. Um but uh I I almost picked that one to talk about on the podcast. Because that's probably my favorite one. But I decided to go with this one, which is the one I really knew the least about. And I still, I I, I uh, realized listening through it again that I still knew most of the words to probably like half the songs on it. But, <laughs> right. But, uh, but half of them I kind of still forgot about. So it was really cool okay. to, to go back and listen to. And there were probably one or two on there that I that I'll probably like gravitate towards whenever I'm in a Dawes mood now. Cause I used to not really Makes sense. seek out this album that much, but I, I like it a lot. And it was also kind of inspired by, uh, uh, there's a record store in Winston Salem called, uh, underdog records. And they posted a picture that they got in a used copy of the vinyl. And I like, uh, I saw it and I was like, oh, I might buy this. And I have post notifications turned on for the record store. So I saw the post like yeah. like an hour after it came out and I checked the comments and someone had already bought it. And I was like, what? Oh, dang. See, I I also had post notifications on for them, but they post like eight times a day. Yeah. So I had to turn them off. <laughs> I it check it every time. <laughs> <laughs> it's what um, made me buy the, yeah, the I kinda Brothers had... Vinyl. Brothers by the Black Keys. I had a similar great album for for the listener. Um, I just wanted. To I had a similar listen. experience with Chulahoma by the Black Keys. It was oh, yeah. one of those albums that like I knew about and I knew uh, Meet Me in the City. Mm-hmm. But then I listened back to it and I was like, oh, I actually do know a few more of these. So I had I had like a similar thing kind of recently. I don't remember. It was a few months ago when I had that. Uh, I had the same experience listening back to that one. I was like, huh. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, that's the only song I know off of Chulahoma, but I should go back and listen to it. Mm-hmm. I think it's called Junior's Song. I don't remember. That one's, or Junior's Widow. That one's really good, too. I okay. That one. Um, yeah, this was, so Jordan, were you familiar with this album slash band? Other than Nick talking about them every second mm-hmm. of the day? Um, oh. No. Oh. Oh. I'm yeah, kidding. now he's all on the radio head jarring, you know? Yes. Couldn't be me. My man's down bad. Couldn't be. Could, uh, yeah, that, could never be me. That's most of my experience as well with them. Like, I <laughs> I remember checking them out whenever Nick told me about them. And I was like, oh, okay, you know, this, I can kind of see it. And I know a few songs off of um the album that's got, like, We're Living in the Future on it. Oh, yeah. The album's called Passwords. Um. Okay. Leo just made the loudest freaking sound. <laughs> that was he's irate that we're not playing with him right now. Um when I when I saw them in concert, yeah. that was their most recent album. Okay. 
Yeah, because but most of what I know about them is is you like talking about them and like sending clips of, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, they have two of my favorite like emotional songs. <laughs> they have "Moon in the Water" uh-huh. and a little bit of everything. Those songs are incredible and they are very sad. <laughs> if you're in the right mood, you will cry. Uh-huh. But they're very, very good pieces of art. Yeah. Um- I was going to say I knew you were a big moon in the water guy. I haven't listened to that song in a long time. but um, That shit hits every single time. It really does. Uh, I listened to a little bit of everything this morning when I was getting ready. Because I, I knew today was going to be a Dawes day for the podcast. And, uh, Interesting. I think that like... It's that, the matador and the bull. <laughs> that song's kind of sad, but it also... It just feels like kind of Forrest Gump in nature. Like... The <laughs> you gotta elaborate on that one, dog. <laughs> well, like uh, it it covers so many different stories. Sure, Forrest Gump is just the singular story of his life, but it covers so many different situations and like yeah, that makes e- sense. emotional spectrums. Like that is a good the, actually. I've never used. I never. I forget that that like that's the plot of Forrest Gump. It's just like taking you different yeah <laughs> through different like times. Whenever that was a, I that was, a, that, was a, that was a good analogy though. Thank you, thank you. Whenever I see yeah, see, and that's why I had you elaborate. Yeah. Whenever I see a movie that's like a a grand um a grand story about like one person's life or like shows all kinds of experiences they go through and stuff, that's just what I say. Is it's a, a Forrest Gump type thing. And Forest. That they're probably the, forest. the most Forest Gump music I can think of. You know, that's probably like a terribly like inaccurate thing to say, but yeah, um, the the vibe kind of comes. I across. I also realized that they exemplify a genre that I didn't even really know existed or didn't know how to describe until I took my history of popular music nineteen fifties to seventies class. Yeah, and then we listened to um, I can't remember what song we listened to in class, but it was when we talked about the Eagles and Neil Young and like Crosby, Stills and Nash, um, like that weird California rock, country rock thing. Yes, like I I I love mm-hmm. all of that that I hear, and uh, yeah. a a lot of it was recorded in a region of California called Laurel Canyon. And that was that mm-hmm. was where Dawes recorded their debut album. So, oh, cool! Yeah, and I didn't know that until today when I read it, and I was like, "That make that makes sense." It the the that sound lined sense, up, bro. but it it even makes more sense that they recorded their debut album basically live on analog tape, without like oh yeah much digital recreation of any sounds or anything. Yeah, there's a there's a few areas where like there's it's not even it's not even a specific genre of music, but like some studios you just have like oh like this is a Muscle Shoals mm-hmm. kind of band. This is like a Laurel Canyon. Like it's it's so specific, but like there's a very some some studios just have such iconic sounds. Mm-hmm. And like I guess not just one studio, but like you know a town that has multiple studios in that town because yep. it's just whatever that music scene makes it big. Like a lot of the really popular grunge was Seattle. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like Pro Jam and Nirvana were both Seattle, and I think there's some other stuff too. And so it is. I, I find it really interesting to see um, if you follow back even big like global genres to where they started. It's like you know. Yeah, some guy had a studio and it was very influential. All of a sudden, yeah, uh-huh. pretty cool. Like all of the Motown stuff, it's just so iconic. Mm-hmm. I know that um, the Alabama Shakes' first album was recorded in Muscle Shoals, mm-hmm. and I think part of yep. yeah, I was reading some of the credits for uh, for Brothers today, and some of those mm-hmm. songs were recorded in Muscle Shoals. Not all of them, but yeah. It's cool, bro. Mm-hmm. Um, it's almost like little dynasties, yeah, of studios uh-huh. like Sun Records in uh, yeah, in Tennessee. Yeah, mm-hmm. so much stuff came out of there. Uh, there's the there's the one in England that I can't think of. What Abbey Road? 
No. <laughs> okay, so there are multiple innings. Like there's Abbey Road was a huge one. But there's also another one that's like really iconic. Abbey Road's uh, the Electric Beatles Lady one, Land. Right? A lot of stuff came out of there. Oh, yeah. Abbey Road's the Beatles one, right? Beatles one? Yeah. Uh-huh. So it's it's the studio that they recorded that album at. Their label was called Apple Records, and it fell apart after a few Apple. years. But that's how James, the piano guy... Huge James Blake? James. Bro, James what? I'm I'm never gonna get this. I don't know why you want James to Blake? Media. Um uh uh dude, this he's like the Christmas guy. He's all of our parents' favorite like Christmas Michael Bluebay? dudes. No, it's it's James Taylor. James Taylor. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, my, yeah. my parents actually he get, really do like J- he, James Taylor. Yeah, exactly. I don't know if my he parents he got like his James start Taylor. on uh he got he was discovered, and he put out his first thing at Apple Records, which was the Beatles Apple now Records. defunct studio or um, label or studio. I think they had both. Anyway, um, yeah. So Jordan, I know that this isn't typically, you know, your kind of uh, your kind of stuff. How did you feel about this album? Um, I started playing the car first off a little bit, mm-hmm. and it was kind of just like nice to like ride along to um n- not very intense at all any part of the album i don't think as far as like yeah. mm-hmm. music that i listened to before which isn't a bad thing actually like like i i know it's music that i like less but i mean it's better than just it like being really sporadic and not like uh uniform i guess it was just a it was just a nice uh like a nice I'm trying to think of I, I I always botch my adjectives whenever I try to get to them. I'm always like uh it's like uh it's it's like uh, this feeling that I can it's never a, it's say like, it. But it's like not bad, but it's also not good, you know. <laughs> I wanna say it was like very good ride along music. I was able to just like kind of vibe to it, you know. Um like again, no no very intense parts to any uh-huh. of it. Yeah. Um but it was nice, like chill music. Like I, I enjoyed mm-hmm. listening to it because I didn't really have to. Th- I guess for a couple, like maybe because I didn't listen to it a lot, but I didn't have to like think about what I was listening to a ton, ton because mm-hmm. I was just able to like understand it, and just vibe with it yeah. already. And that's kind of, I think that that's pretty, um, like that's pretty representative of this genre, really. You know, like. You listen to stuff like the Eagles, Neil Young, some of Neil Young stuff, like Crosby, Stills, Nash, and, and Young, <laughs> um, and that's what the, it, like it's it's never it's interesting music, but it's not like you know anywhere near as complex as some of the stuff that we've um, that we've covered on the show. I mean, it's just kind of like a lead guitar, one or two rhythm guitars, a bass, a drum kit, and it's not quite like singer songwriter sounding but you know and no point that like no one's going ape shit on anything you know <laughs> what i mean like there's some there's some piano in there so yeah it's i get that it's it's like a very um yeah i mean i when i think of this kind of stuff i think of like chill chill but not boring music i guess yeah yeah which is it's definitely how um it's it's funny how um how relaxing some of their older stuff is compared to how their live show is. Like if you listen, I listened to their live album and I thought, wow, like I need to see them in concert. They really change up a lot of their songs and like add a lot more energy into it and stuff. And then I saw them in concert and they played for, it was a three hour show with a 15 minute intermission in the middle. They played like for forever and they, they improvised in the middle of like every other song. And they changed up like so many songs. It was just, it was so impressive. Damn, they didn't have like an opener or anything. It was, it was just them. Oh really? I didn't know that they didn't have the opener. Mm What did you say, Jordan? I said they were just like jamming out on stage. Yeah, pretty much. I, I would say they're like a jam band, but I haven't, like that. That might be a generous description of a jam band, like kind of an abstract definition. They just jam in their songs. I don't know how how jammy they are uh, in comparison to the Grateful Dead or Fish or something. Like, people that are renowned for crazy concerts. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, and I think that that's like, it's a spectrum, right? 
Like yeah. not not every you know, not every jam band is going to go for like 10 minutes a song. But I know yeah. that you said that like there were there were parts where like I mean there were parts where and when we saw St. Paul and the Broken Bones that like they were just improvising jam for like 6 or 7 minutes. Yeah. Longer. Yeah. So I don't know because jam band is a hard thing to do because most bands do that. Like, yeah. Most of them will <laughs> improvise, and that's kind of like that's that's why I personally love live music because yeah. it's like, it's in the moment. That's what the artist feels like the art needs to say. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it, like, how do you define it as a jam band? Is a jam band someone who like their studio stuff? They also do that, or mm-hmm. you know. I don't know. It's all, it's all a spectrum. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah that, I had nowhere to go from there. That was that. <laughs> like a little... you, I, so, I saw you look behind you. I didn't know if you were going to comment on No, it sounded like something like fell down. Oh, okay. Um, Ghost in the house. The listeners. It's Victoria. Oh, wait, no, the guest. The guest. Yeah. yeah. The ghost yeah. of Victoria floating behind you. Tragic, bro. We can't we can't get Leo on, man. I don't think I have it in me to do that. <laughs> rough, rough, rough. We'll, we'll get we'll get Jordan to take him out. Yeah, I won't be able to. Jordan's, Someone else. Jordan's the designated uh, animal control I'll, executioner. I'll kill a dog. I don't care. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Wait a minute. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> Only if they've been a guest on this podcast. Uh, yeah, sure. Let's go. With the... No, I'm kidding. <laughs> We just want an Actually, old record so, that Jordan you know what? I, wants sorry, to Sorry, I'm just going to say, I'm not I'm not going to give any bad opinions because this is recorded. So, um, anyways, what were you going to say, Nick or Jamie? So, I was going to say, I liked the very, especially the first half of this album. There was a lot of, like, classic rock sound to it. Yeah. Yes. Like, it didn't really sound as much like it was recorded in 2013. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or whatever, you know? Like, it, like not even just in... It's just like in the in the different chord progressions and like the tone that they had. It just seemed kind of like a more, I don't know. It it just seemed like an older tone, which was nice. Like it's not a that's not a knock on it. I actually I really dug that. Yeah, I, I recommended cool. this album to someone earlier this week, and um, and they said like it it felt like they were straight out of the seventies, and I was like I was like really like yeah I kind of see that, but. I think I've I've just kind of grown numb to it. Like I don't really think about it like that anymore. Even though it's so analogous to the the country rock Laurel Canyon stuff we were talking about, I just right. put it on and it's like it's Dawes. I like Dawes, so I'm gonna listen to Dawes right now. I almost forgot yeah. that it was recorded in 2013 because I I think mm-hmm. it has a little older sound to it also. Mm-hmm. Like I think I might have saw that, but like listening to it, it seems like. I don't know. Like, yeah, I mean, I could definitely see that even if, especially if I was in like more along like the lines of like your shoes, Jordan, like someone who doesn't listen to quite like a wide variety of like this genre still, I yeah. definitely even more, I think, would be like, oh, so this is probably like recorded around the same time as like, yeah. you know, yeah. the Eagles and shit like that. Um, So I think, I think they nailed that because I imagine that's what they were going for. That's probably, you know, what they were listening to. Yeah. I don't know why. Growing up. I don't what know why, saying? but just the funniest thing ever that I remember is that uh, in sixth grade, when like everybody was listening to like new Lil Wayne or like you know Bob mm-hmm. or something, there's this one dude who was just like, "Yeah, the Eagles are my favorite band," and I'm like, <laughs> "I've never even heard of that band before." The Eagles, yeah. like, he's just like, "Dude, I love the Eagles," and we're like, "It's funny, like people who got into them, like obviously he probably had like a parent or something that was like, you know." Right, he probably them. wasn't yeah, eleven years old and discovered. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, probably not. You don't That's just, why I was just like... find music independently when you're uh, like twelve. Like you, <laughs> you don't like drive to a record That's store. That's why I was like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, he like, steals well, a car to go to the record shop. <laughs> it was it, it's so it was so funny though because I just remember being like the Eagles. What kind of who's the, the Eagles? 60s. I only know Eminem. He's always like the sixties, <laughs> bro. Who the who listening to music from the sixties, bro? Turns out a lot of people now, but um, overrated in, band from the sixties. Oh, the Beatles. Oh. I was gonna say I knew you were gonna say the Beatles. They, I'll say. I it. think you haven't checked them out enough, Jamie, because they do have I their stuff. Will say it. 
and they if you if you learn the history of the bands that came before them they really did revolutionize a lot and i guess you you say that you you understand the impact i appreciate that they had. them uh-huh. but i do not really sit and listen to them yeah like i appreciate the impact and what they did the whole you know they kicked off the british invasion some of my favorite music comes from there british like fucking invasion. zeppelin love that shit but i like hey jude yesterday's a banger let it be. British um, I think Let It Be was off that album that uh, like a few more. They didn't even really get together to record. It was just like their studio wanted to put it out. Yeah, and they all hated each other by mm-hmm. then. I, I don't know a lot about it. But, yeah, but like Revolver is a good Here album. Comes the Sun. Um, uh, Abbey Road's a really good album. Um, Sergeant Pepper's Lonely yeah. Hearts Club Band is all right. No. No? no, get that out of here. <laughs> That's the weird shit. That, it's okay. The, like, yeah, no, I I don't really get with that. Okay. But, you know, like, yeah, like, let it be yesterday, hey, Jude, um, come together, heavy. Those are great songs. Mm-hmm. Yellow Submarine? No. It's okay. The Yellow Submarine is like a wiggle song. Blackbird? <laughs> Eleanor Rigby, I like that one. Blackbird, Blackbird's a great fire song. tune. You say that is a banger. Rigby? Blackbird singing in the dead Take these broken wings and learn to fly. I think we glossed over the fact that you said Yellow Submarine is a Wiggles song. I, I agree. Absolutely. It is, um, we we it needed is to highlight bizarre. that comment. It's, it's just... It, that's it's going so on a like, shirt. We're going to start making merch. We're putting <laughs> Yellow Submarine as a Wiggle song on. That's a shirt. It's too It's too lengthy. We need to like shorten it, or we just need to like have a picture of like the Wiggles... With a yellow submarine or something? Yeah. We can workshop it. Yeah, we'll we workshop, workshop it. Yeah. Workshop uh, it. But yeah, some of my... I I also... There were a lot of really... I said... I, I don't like it, but I said that there's a lot of really groovy riffs and piano lines. I don't know why. I just felt like such a such groovy. a sellout just saying groovy. Uh, it just no, feels weird like, to me to say that. I have become such a... Not to cut you off, but I have become such a huge fan of just describing music by the feeling of it, especially since yeah. I'm not mu- super musically inclined, but just the, mm-hmm. like I, I heard um, Paul McCartney talk about it on his Smartless episode. He doesn't really know mm-hmm. any musical theory and he's part of, he was part of the, like the Paul biggest McCartney. band ever. Yeah. And right. uh, like just, just knowing the feeling of things when you create them mm-hmm. or knowing enough about music to try and create a feeling with music and developing something yeah. that's so influential is is just very impressive but anyways back to music, the groovy m- music piano theory lines. is the framework and the feeling is the interior design indeed pretty much absolutely mm-hmm. you know you don't necessarily know or need to know how fucking a-frame roofs work <laughs> but, if you, but you just feel like you know how a room should look so yeah it's kind of the same way to be analogous, oh. um, wait, but yeah, I mean, there there were some really good parts, like the uh, the piano from from a window seat. Mm-hmm. I really like that. Like the piano throughout the whole thing. It's just the kind of thing where I sit there and go, "Yeah, this is really <laughs> good." Damn. Um. I thought a pretty poignant line was in Someone Will, because the whole song is like, you know, if you want someone to love you, someone will. You know, it won't be me, but someone will. <laughs> kind of. Well, yeah, it's, um, it's kind of it's kind of that. It's like him professing his love this, to someone at a party, and then he's like, but if you don't yeah. want that, like, you can find somebody tonight. And then at the end, yeah, he, yeah. the, well, go ahead with what you were saying. But yeah, so I thought I thought a pretty poignant line from it was the kind of guy you're looking for is the kind of guy I want to be. I thought that that kind of spoke more because you can draw parallels to that from uh, 
you know, you can look at that as just someone who sees an idealized version and wants themselves to be that person, but then also has like the wherewithal to understand, be like, but that's not who I am. Yeah, I'm not. So there I'm not yet. gonna like bullshit you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, like I want to be that person, that kind of person, but I'm not. So I get it. You know, <laughs> I think it's a pretty. I don't know. It's a pretty good way to look at um, a, a mature way to look at that. I guess. Yeah, I'm, I'm mature. Like or yeah, whatever. Uh-huh. Just have like, mm-hmm. just have the the internal strength to be like, you're right. Let's move on. Yeah, even the cynicism can yeah, be a downer. Good. A healthy dose of it um, can mm-hmm. can kind of ground you in reality rather than searching for some sort of grand sense of romanticism that doesn't like actually last, you know, or isn't like exactly. Yeah, man. Sometimes fruit. that's just not there. Yeah. I uh, I really like the last two lines of that song where he says, he just says. He says, I have to believe someone will. And let me look up the two lines before that. Oh, crap. I thought I had them. I guess I didn't write them down. But, um. Oh, baby. Just got this out, Jane. I'm so sorry. <laughs> nah, man, we're keeping it in. You, you, <laughs> we're keeping it. Pandering. <laughs> or panic, not pandering. Not, not pandering, but just, uh, abstractly filling. Yeah, he says, um. But if you don't want me after tonight, someone will. I have to believe that someone will. Where, um, yeah, like it's it. It sounds like it makes it sound like he's been in this position quite a few times, and he's mm-hmm. just he's just trying to give himself the the spirit to to keep pursuing like love, even if he's viewing it in like this realistic, non grand way. He's just he, he's just trying to trying to move through it. Yeah, I mean, and that then that it's even like it's a kind of it's the same kind of thing that's akin to like harkening back to "Cover Me Up" by Jason Isbell off of Southeastern, of which we have talked about, you know, impeccable album. True. But one of one of my favorite parts of it <laughs> is um, talking about like the dark times, uh, but then, but I made it through because somebody knew that I was meant for someone. It's the mm-hmm. same kind of thing where like sometimes. You know, if you're in a position like that, you need to have, like, I guess hope might be the kind of word, but, like, a drive. So you have to kind of think, you know, you have to believe in something, whether it's concretely factual or not, because that's kind of what's going to be that motivating force for you to get from point A to point B through whatever, you know, walls stand in the way of that. Yeah, and kind of having the, the patience and the understanding to get through like the the temporary letdowns to to find what you really want, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Listen to us talking. Gotta, t- gotta crack some eggs. We're make an omelet, we're talking <laughs> mature, man. We're we're two of us are twenty two. <laughs> you're twenty one, Jamie. I think. Why did I say I think? I know you're twenty one. Goo goo Like you're still twenty one. Younger than me. Yes, but yes. My birthday's in August. <laughs> you said goo goo gaga. Your birthday's in August. Yes. Fake friend. Bro, this is like when you were shocked that I wear glasses. Dude, there's no, I've never seen you wear glasses in my life. And then, you, no and then you asked. There like, was literally no way you haven't. You said like, wait, there's you have no. Discord the last on your laptop? four years. And I was like, we, we record the podcast every week on a computer. Jamie's never Crazy. worn glasses on here though. I had to have. I ran out of contacts in like September for a month. I don't remember that, but like I, I have seen you wear glasses, right? Anyways, like, what do they anyway. look like? I don't even know what they <laughs> color. They're just glasses. They're like they're like this, and they're black. Are they like old person glasses? Like the ones you find at like what? Walgreens no. for like ten? No, like, not, three I don't for wear $10. Walgreens shit. What? Bro, wear, yeah, Jamie know. wears readers. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was saying. <laughs> like you don't wear them that no, often, I, so maybe like you just got like. No, like, I wear contacts every day. No, that's what I'm saying. So maybe you had shitty glasses because like you don't you don't use them that often, you know? No, they're they're decent. They're kind of old. I need to get a new prescription, but oh. uh I also I really like the guitar solo in most people.
And then they're not quite solos, but like they're just parts of a Hey Lover. I liked those. Yeah. The guitar kind of, it's not quite a solo, but it's like a, it's a inter- noticeable riff of guitar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think most people was, I, um, it's, it's one of my favorite videos I took from their concert. He goes kind of crazy on the guitar solo. I posted it on Twitter a long time ago. Like the night after the concert oh, or something. Plug, check the description for his handle. Oh, oh. <laughs> and hit media and scroll through. Yeah, scroll two years back through my Twitter. Dude, you probably How find it like two minutes. How many pictures have you posted minutes. in the last two years? Yeah, yeah I was going to say, you probably find it in two minutes because Nick never tweets. That is very exactly. true. Exactly. But I don't, I don't, I, I, okay, I've, I, I feel like I don't even tweet that. Like there's the people, dude, there's people with like. I retweet quite a lot more than. I yeah, actually. there's there's people with like thousands upon thousands of tweets. Yeah, they tweet like, and that's crazy, like fifty times a day or something. I'm like, yeah, and unless you're like you're marketing like an OnlyFans or anything, like why are you tweeting that much? <laughs> my, um, my, like, what are you getting from? Well, that? let me tell you, Jamie. There's a lot of people who tweet a lot, not just because of that. The, the, people just like throwing their emotions into. A I know it's just it's never that's never. I've never been someone to do that, so like it doesn't make sense to me that people do that. Yeah, but that's that's a okay. Sorry, know, it's just kind of weird. This isn't related. It's like the all black screen Snapchats with the words on it. No, dude, you can you you, you can <laughs> cut this out if you want to. It's not like super not pertinent, but like there was this funny thing. This girl straight up was just crying on her Snapchat story the other day, like like hard crying, just like looking into the camera, and I'm like, what is this? That's like, weird. The, and then the next no, day, she's weird. like. So me and Robert talked, and we're gonna try to make it work. And I'm like, what the, f-? like, who cares, bro? Like, that sounds. Why yeah, are you telling like, us this? I I okay. That sounds hilarious. I hate to be like it, rude. No 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 no. I thought it was so <laughs> funny, and not because it's someone crying. It's because like, it's the concept. I think it was because she 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 was off social media for like so long. I was like, oh, I don't know where she went, and then it's just like. I'm just scrolling through my snap stories and it's just this girl like hard like hard crying straight up sub. like into the camera. Yeah, she's like she's like I'm like what? That's just weird. That's just so weird like spiking the lens. I don't know. That's odd. Yeah, it's it's if I still had it I'd show you but I was like You know if the, if that what? is therapeutic to you go for it. Yeah, apparently. It seems like a sketch to me. I don't know. <laughs> I know. Uh I like the rise and fall of the energy in Bear Witness a lot. Yeah. Uh-huh. Have it like, it climbs and climbs and climbs, and then like, boom, back to just piano, and then it builds again. It's a very uh, dynamic soundscape. Mm-hmm. That was one of um, the songs. It's crazy that he saw a fucking bear, dude. <laughs> <laughs> he was a bear he witness. that shit. That's crazy. Um, that was one of the songs that hey, I- Hey, I saw that bear. <laughs> That was one of the songs that I had kind of forgotten about, and I came back to it, and now it's mm-hmm. honestly one of my favorite songs on the album. I think the the message. Okay, so the message of the of the finish finish that thought. The message of the lyrics and um, talking about mm-hmm. bearing witness to these various kinds of love and acts of love that he uh, that the the narrator of the song sees in the world, and talking about that's that's kind of why they're here, you know. To, to take those in and, and mm-hmm. learn from life's just a bunch of experiences it's a it little is. bit of everything so like life so like experiences are the derivative let me go see and life is the integral a little bit of everything i'm not sure i understand what you mean for for all of our listeners no, who don't life. know calculus jamie's describing <laughs> um life and the experiences of it in terms of uh, calculus, right? Now. Yes. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of people. Know. No, life isn't the integrant. Life, life is the function integrated. Life is the function. I don't know. Don't think about it. I kind of uh, get it now, but so, we're, we're moving on. <laughs> yeah. Did you guys like the reprise or the regular version Ooh, of just question. beneath their surface more? Um, do you have an answer for it or you just, I think I, I like the reprise more. I'll say that. Yeah. And I think I like the, the first one more, which is strange because mm. usually I like the intimacy that a lot of reprises have. And mm-hmm. I don't know if yeah. it's, I don't know if it's because the reprise was used 
uh, satirically in an American Dad episode that I witnessed. That, that maybe <laughs> not enjoy it quite as much, but um, I don't know. Uh, I witnessed the same scene, uh, and I think it's just scarred me. Like, <laughs> like when I coincidentally saw that on TV, I felt attacked. You said no. Like, it, it wasn't. Fuck! It, it wasn't like. Like oh my god, they're using now I hate this, it. They're using this beautiful band in this terrible TV show. Like American Dad's pretty funny, but the whole it sequence. Is. But is but a, they used it as like clowning on because it's indie like people. he's making an in a, a like generic indie film. Yeah. and they clowned on it by using that song. One of Steve's friends' dads dies, and they go on an indie road trip, and they're in the forest, like contemplating life's meaning, like standing next to this stream. And then that Dawes song, Just Beneath the Surface, reprised. Like the, yeah. the last like instrumental portion of the song, the minute it just plays. Yeah. And I I heard it and I was like, what? <laughs> my my Oh my god. That's hilarious. I think I I think I like the reprise a little bit more, just because his voice I like his voice in the reprise a little bit more. Oh okay. yeah. Jordan likes the intimacy. Jordan likes the I slower do. song. Just like Which which see, Nick, I was thinking that it kind of makes sense that I like the reprise more and you like the original more because we also have the same thing with like um, the Sturgill song that I really like. Oh, um, I think Call to Arms. I like it. I yeah. like the more bluegrassy version of it. And you like the like super harder rock version of it. Yeah, true. So maybe is that a parallel? Who knows? Based on the conversation we just had, but <laughs> could before be. we had that conversation, that's what I thought. So you decide, listener. Um, and get back to us let us know the conclusion you come to um, that's all the notes that I have mm-hmm. I don't really have many um, what about you guys? go ahead keep talking Nick we know we know you got more let's we see you got more. let's see do, do you have any Jordan like uh, any any standout stuff that you enjoyed like any favorite songs I guess um I'm going to say no for right now. <laughs> I don't know. I just I'm, go go and then I'll then I and then I'll say. Okay, I'll yeah. Say I wasn't sure if you were going to really dive into like I knew this wasn't really your kind of music and I was pretty interested to see how you enjoyed it cuz it's kind of it was kind of difficult for me to categorize their music for a long time and then once I figured out it was kind of like Yeah. like country rock with elements of folk in the lyricism. I kind of it's still like a very hyper yeah you know category. how i like my country rock with folk lyrics folk and the lyricism hey uh, we learned that you might like country you just don't like the accent true. oh yeah true. we got it we haven't done the test we haven't tested you on that yet but we gotta we gotta yeah, we gotta find out. a good album for that no again it was it was more just i think i think this album came back a little bit nick to where it kind of it was new enough to where i feel like it sounded the same and like to me a little bit like oh like most of the album sounded the same you mean because it was just yeah such not a like, different not like, genre for you? yeah mm-hmm. yeah 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 and i i i feel like that i don't want that to be like an excuse because i've like listened to a lot of albums now but uh-huh. like that's just again it was something like if i put on my car i probably wouldn't notice like the lyrics a lot but i would like have a lot i would have like a good time listening to like the music of it you know yeah. uh-huh. and that's why like some of these, some of these, I would listen to the lyrics, but right now it's like, um, it's just kind of, it, it, it was new enough to where I was kind of just listening to the music a lot. If that makes sense. That's like, that, that's like the last yeah. verse of Hey Lover. They say, I never tell her when she verse. plays a song I never heard because I always learn the music and forget the words. You said you get the, you said the, the music blends together for you. you know? Yeah. But I always forget the words. <laughs> but uh, I don't speak English, so. Oh, really? What? What? Oh, uh, yeah. I yeah, I just don't know what they say. You don't know what you're saying right now? Or... Absolutely not. Okay. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Um. But uh, what am I? I gotta, I gotta fix that job application shit. Oh. Job application shit. The I think the shit was because like the joke would be that I said I I didn't. <laughs> No English, oh. but I speaking it, oh. so I gotta go and fix that job application because that wasn't funny. <laughs> Not I, funny. I, didn't laugh. I think the I, didn't, I think the shit but monkey. I, I thought it was interesting because Jordan said job application shit, and the shit was like a ref, a, a remark at the end of your statement. 
but he summed it up with the uh this isn't a linguistics podcast uh, <laughs> 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 oh that might be the uh, dumbest wait, segment we've ever i'm had. sorry i also just ate so i'm a little tired like that no like, i get that i feel that i don't know like i just is. ate like a I ate for the first time today, and whenever I eat for the f- only one time, sponsored. Yeah, I hope, dude. If I got a Chipotle card, I had a free Chipotle. I think I just, dude. Literally, if anyone sponsored, if any food place sponsored me, that's what I would eat. I'd try the whole menu, except for like Long John Silver. If Long John Silver tried to give me free food, <laughs> I would turn it down. <laughs> Bro, the, the way I eat filet fish, I could probably, I could probably figure it out. Yeah, you oh, sick bastard. You, you're remember. a sick man. That Snapchat was awful. Nick said you're not even Catholic. Today, we should, and and a, a and, and Catholic fish. people only eat it like during Lent. Yeah, I think. And you just, you're just like, yo, I could, I could eat a fillet of fish. Yeah, <laughs> it was good. Yeah, I Crazy. Eat I ate it on Saturday. Fish. Crazy. Fire. Crazy. <laughs> it actually wasn't fire. They didn't put enough tartar sauce on it, and it made me mad. Yeah, you said it wasn't. But good. the but the nuggets. I'm sorry. They dude, made the, the nuggets great for sure. Yeah, the nuggies, the nuggies. But um, they're 100 percent eat. How do you not like nuggets? 100 percent eat. Yeah, it's all. It's like boneless wings. They're 100 percent food. Oh yeah. You don't okay. Have to worry about yeah. bones. So it's a filet of fish. You chose. Wait for the for the two for five deal. You chose the nuggets. He chose a filet fish and filet fish. You chose the nugs. And I the I don't get a filet fish by itself that much because the combo it doesn't really fill me up because the sandwich is so small. If they had a double filet okay, fish on the okay. menu like they did as a promotional offer when I was younger, I would probably eat that like every other time I went to McDonald's. <laughs> but now you're a sick man. You're a sick man. Now Nick I pretty is canceled. Much... Nick is canceled. <laughs> Out of Jordan, you said you said canceled. you you said you would willingly kill a dog earlier, and I'm getting kicked <laughs> yeah, off the and podcast. You're the one canceled. You sick. <laughs> I bastard. thought you meant on the podcast. You sick. I thought bastard. you meant just on the podcast, that like as a joke after it comes on the podcast. You know, wait, not like disgusting. Not like all the time. <laughs> Anyways, um, <laughs> but I'm surprised. Okay, back to the music. I'm surprised that. Um, uh, neither of you said anything about uh, from the right angle because I don't know if it's the it's the third to last song on the album, and I can't remember if I saw it in concert and that really inspired my love of the song, but I really love the song on their on their live album, and um, it's uh, I think. On the record, it's like four and a half minutes on the studio album, and on their live album, it's like eight and a half minutes, because the the last whole section of the song is just a big instrumental breakdown, and um, uh, that and that song kind of has a higher energy, kind of like "Hey Lover," kind of like from from a window seat, a little bit like "Bear Witness." Yeah, but um, there's a line that I've always really liked in it that says. Until all you want is all I know how to do, I might seem like I could take care of you. And the whole, the whole, the whole gist of the chorus, it, yeah, it's very wordy, and it's hard to think about if you don't like no, 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 no. read yeah, yeah. the lyrics. But um, the whole gist of the chorus of the song is like, this could work out if we paint it in the right picture. If we like pick out all these little oh, details okay. of of this thing that we like, then it, it looks like it'll work. But in reality, we both know it's, it's kind of crumbling. And the, there's a little, there's a line at the, I think it's the first two lines in the song where he says, you found me on the other side of a loser's winning streak. Like he's on the upturn right now, but he's not really, uh, I don't know. Like he doesn't deserve it or like he, he doesn't have a great track record of, of being successful. And, um, there's another line that's. Uh, I know the end of it is saves you, the place at the end of an empty glass, like talking about solving your problems by drinking and stuff, and it's a, mm-hmm. it's kind of a cathartic song to me, and I really like the drums and the chorus and the bridge and stuff, but that's probably like. I would say top five Dawes songs for me, but there's so many. Songs that I enjoy that it's really hard to quantify. Yeah. yeah. One of my favorites on the album for sure. 
Interesting. Yeah. yeah, and I don't, I don't know. Maybe it is the concert. I don't know. I, like, I didn't hate the song, but I, I don't know. I didn't have the same like, mm-hmm. yeah, draw to it. The same, the know. same emphasis. Yeah. You just like this stuff. I think my favorite on the album was probably either "Bear Witness" or "From a Window Seat." Yep, I think. And uh, my favorites are probably. I don't know if I'd have a favorite. Yeah. <laughs> If if it all sounds so similar, I I get that that opinion that it's difficult mm-hmm. because I I felt um, a similar way listening to like Blueface a long time ago, and um, yeah, like yeah, like me <laughs> too a little bit Pops. more than um, a little bit more than Wait, Shoot for the Stars, and for the Moon. Oh but, oh yeah 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 yeah, because uh, that one had a little more variation in it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I've come to try and dissect them a little more even when i come to that like thought process of it all but yeah yeah it is easier for someone who's listened to all of their music a lot to pick out little details in it and stuff that's what i'm saying bro <laughs> um i've always been a f- big fan of most people too um just the way it drops yeah, i think i like most people yeah the way it drops into yeah, it kind of drops into like the chorus you every meet time. people in real life. Oh, you're a fan of most people. You, uh, yeah, sorry, Nick. Good to you. You were you were so good. You, were, you had a train of thought, and I just ruined it with the joke. No, I'm you're sorry. Good. No, uh, yeah, I like the way it drops into the chorus. How how they draw out the most people, and then the instruments come in. And falls in love with every man she cannot help. And she thinks most people don't talk enough about how lucky they are. Most people don't know what it takes for me to get through the day. Most people don't talk enough about the And the um the bridge is really nice how the the backing vocals are kind of offset. It's not harmonizing, but it, it kind of starts halfway through the other line. It's like an interesting choice. And she thinks most people don't talk enough about how lucky they are. Most people don't know what it takes for me to get through the day. Most people don't talk enough about the love in my heart. But she doesn't know most people feel that same way. And those those backing vocals and mm-hmm. the some of the vocals the the only vocals on the second verse of hey lover and then they blend in the fourth verse i think are the drummer for the band who is the singer's younger brother okay yeah the this you don't normally hear too many like drumming drummer backing vocals i feel like yeah uh, and he's he's a pretty good singer griff yeah i was gonna say yeah griff drumming is, background vocals yeah Griff is the drummer. Taylor's the singer. Wiley's the bassist, and Lee is their keyboard player. And they had they had a different keyboard player for their first four albums, and now Lee Pardini's their new keyboard player for their latest three albums. Yeah, and I think um, another song we didn't mention that I just really love the uh, melody to the signature guitar melody that kicks off the song is the song right after, Uh um, right after from the right angle called side effects. It's not a huge song, like a huge, hugely emphasized song on the record, but I, I just really love the, um, I could be completely wrong, but I learned the term arpeggiation like a week ago, which is when okay. mm-hmm. arpeggiating a chord is like when instead of playing the complete chord as one sound really fast, 
you play okay. like the notes individually in a sequence to where you can still hear the the individual right. notes that make up the chord. And I couldn't tell you what yeah, chord because a chord is a chord is three notes. It's a first, third, and a fifth. Okay, and this is your chord tone. So in arpeggio, you would be like one five three or one three five or like five, like any of those things to where your brain you still hear the sequence. You like put it together yeah. and you hear like the chord sound that that is. Um, and it's it's a really cool thing. It's it's how a lot of solo like guitar solos are constructed. Hmm. Um, but that's how you make a major and a minor chord is your third, which is your chord tone, is either f- like flat or not. Like a flat chord oh, tone, okay. a flat third gives you a minor chord, and a non flat third makes gives you a major chord. Okay. Now that I know, like just a little yeah. bit more music theory from like the 50 pages of the book that I read that my mom got me for Christmas that actually, I actually think I completely yeah. understood that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, um, I really like, uh, it's not the end of every verse. It's the end of every, like two or three sections of the verses because side effects doesn't have a traditional chorus, but it's just kind of verse, verse, verse. And then at the end of, Every second or third passage, they say, um, or Taylor says, because if love is what you said it would be, then you'd be here with me now. And then it goes into that guitar melody. It's just like that. That's like the little like pluck on my heartstrings. Like every time I listen to the album. Oh, what a vibe. Little baby. And it's not like, little baby. it's not like I'm, I'm sitting kidding. in my room, like in the dark, listening to this sad song. Like I, I, right, right. <laughs> I, I listen to a lot of, I don't even listen to as much emotional music as I used to, but I do listen yeah. to music with a lot of, I guess that I feel like has a lot of effort put into it or I, mm-hmm. I, it makes me like music more when I know about the artist and I, I no kind of, i kind of admire who they are or what they stand for i guess mm-hmm. it, okay it makes me kind of naturally enjoy their music more and also enjoy any creative liberties or style changes that they take like Stur- right. sturgill simpson he for his last like four albums he's changed his sound up pretty big on each one and every one I'm like, man, this is great. And then it comes up, he comes up with another one and I'm like, oh, this is awesome. And then he comes <laughs> up with two bluegrass albums back to back. And I'm like, how could it get any better? Yeah. Aww. I mean, I think, I think that's the case though with like, uh, with a lot of stuff. I mean, the more you like an artist, the more freedom that you're mentally going to allow them on whatever art they're creating. Yeah, that is true. I think that's just because, like, we as people, you know, you probably also would give your friends more of a pass if they did something that annoyed you than, like, a stranger. Very true. Yeah, yeah, true, true, true. It's the same kind of thing. Because we're relationship-driven creatures. Yes. I get it, I get it. Move <laughs> What? <laughs> like, we give Jordan a pass on that. <laughs> no, I, like... I was saying like Blueface. I think he's funny, so sometimes I listen to his music just because he's funny. No, I got you. So, do you guys sense. do you guys have any other any other notes before we give her an old rating? Um, I think that's it for May. I think that's pretty much it. Uh, yeah, I've we talked about most of the songs that I really enjoy. Um, yeah, they're just. I love the the folky aspect and the the wordiness of the song and the instrumentation doesn't like like even though the songs are pretty wordy they don't get you really like bogged down and like thinking about it a whole lot I guess it doesn't feel like mm-hmm. like a Bob yeah. Dylan song where you hear him play right. it and you're like oh man what is he talking about it does feel like that sometimes <laughs> if you dig into it but there's there's a lot of energy and almost a little not not sassiness or like attitude but like a a little bit of confidence in the in the music that like i don't know something about throwing out these contemplative uh 
like philosophical statements and like poetic lyrics into the air and just like letting them sit has always attracted me. So yeah. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Okay. Well then with that, I guess we can go ahead and give a rating. Nick, if you want to start us off, and then Jordan, and since I'm picking next week, I'll go last. Okay. Gotcha. I'll I'll give her a You know what? I'll I'll, I'll give it a nine. Oh. I was about to be pogging. I thought you were gonna give it a ten. No, no, no. Because it's it's not my favorite Dawes album. It's one I like a whole lot after listening to it this week. It's 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 up there, but it's yeah. Not nine's pretty solid. Jordan, what are you feeling on it? You might have to give it the old four for this <laughs> one. Balance okay. out the nine. I'm sorry, Nick. Maybe if I listen to more country country roots with uh bluegrass entanglements, I would <laughs> like it more. Wait. Uh close. Uh, something Almost. like that. Uh-huh. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so yeah, I think I have to give it a four for this one. No, you're good. Okay, and then I think there were parts of it that I really liked, but overall, I don't know. I think I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a a six. I respect a six it. even because it, you know, like I like some parts of it, and I saved a few songs in my library, but I I don't know that this is definitely like that. This is really gonna be one that I'm gonna like go back to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that that will bring the average to six point three three, and bring it in tied with. Yes, Laud for the twenty sixth position. Another, another Nick. Pick. Another pick of Nick's. Beautiful. At least another it's still Nick over pick. Blueface and Pop Smoke and probably some other rappers that you guys hate. So, man, you dig, bro? <laughs> I hate you, bro. All all yeah. rock for the wind. Don't baby. give Dawes over a six. Wait, wait, what do you say? I said all so, rock for the wind. Next week, then, I can announce that we are going to be listening to our... Let me double check that this is true. Okay, so we've listened to song like artists that have uh, female lead singers. Uh, You know, Alabama Shakes, Mm. Lawrence. You know, there was some stuff in there. There was uh, LSD, Sia was in there. True. Um, But we're doing our first female female artist album... Because we are going to be doing 21 by Adele next week. Interesting. Because, I, okay, so I wanted to do, like, you know, get some, like, more female artists in here. Yeah. Um, Ooh, this is gonna and be I good love, like, all you. of, I love, like, all of her work. Um, <laughs> so it was difficult for me to choose. Yeah, no, this, but is a, this is a good album. Though. I think twenty one is gonna be is what I wanted to do. Okay. Hopefully, she'll put out new music soon. It's been six years. Oh yeah, Adele. And she's gone through a divorce. You know she's gonna have some emotional shit. Bro, you know she's gonna have some emotional shit, bro. Had a kid. Yeah. She do. She, she lost weight too. Like, yeah, she went through a lost whole weight. like yeah. crazy, yeah, like transformation. Mm-hmm. Shit. So yes, okay. we are. We're gonna be. We're gonna be doing our. We're gonna put on our little, emo, more emotional hats. We're gonna listen to Adele next week. Oh gosh, Adele. and talk about it. I'm excited. But for now, what have you guys been listening to this week? Because for me, it's been just really a lot of podcasts. Okay, interesting. I haven't listened to as much music. Some Peach Pit, some Glass Animals. You know the usual, but mostly, uh, mostly just podcasts. What about you, Jordan? Sorry, I'm looking at my Spotify real quick. Uh, I've been listening to more Sleepy Hollow and uh, Ichabod Crane type beat. Chef G. <laughs> I hate you. Sorry. I just collapsed. That was Ichabod such a bad Crane show. <laughs> that was funny, though. Um, I keep listening to the song 
Daisy. It's like a TikTok song. It's the one that goes like, I'm crazy, but you like that. You like that. Daisy's I don't know that one. Nice st- it's like, oh, you, you guys know, right? I don't, I don't think, think so. You know, if I like, if I, if I like showed, if I like. Maybe. Yeah. Like if you, if you played it, but based on that, I don't. I'm I don't crazy, that I but you like that. You like that. Anyways, there's this one part. It's like, she, there's this one part where she's just like, uh, make your mans call me daddy. And it's like a girl singer. I'm just like, yo, this is kind of hard. Like, <laughs> she said, like, being a bitch is my kink. I'm like, yo, this, wait. these lyrics are kind of, <laughs> these, these lyrics are kind of fire. Rico, like, you want to say, hey, wait a minute. It's like, I don't yo. know, something about reclaiming that shit. I don't know. It's just mm-hmm. like, it's just a good song. But, uh, anyways. Oh, I forgot, like, what... Sorry, I've just been listening to that song a lot, too. Um, pop, this is Pop Smoke Radio, obviously. Um, I added... I try, I'm, again, I'm still trying to listen to, like, my weekly discovery. Um, little take little, uh, Oh, I forgot to tell you guys, too. Do you know who... Uh, oh, my gosh, what's his name? Let me find it real quick. Dusty Locaine is? No. You forgot Dusty Locaine? It was rumored that he was Pop Smoke's cousin for a little bit, which I don't think he actually is. I think it was just a rumor. Um, but he sounds so close to Pop Smoke. But oh. obviously, I can tell the difference. But he is like, he's got the grrr and like the he has like the deep ass voice that like like radiates. I'll I'll, I'll send you the song that I'm listening to by him. Right. But like even like there's some like I'm I'm in a Pop Smoke Discord also. But sometimes they do polls, and the polls like you guys fuck with Dusty Locaine, and it's like, I probably do, I probably do. But yeah, so he's he's one of them. But it's 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 crazy how deep his voice is, and like, but yeah. So yeah, that's it. That's all. Listening to sorry to take up the. Um. Well, me. I've been listening to um. This girl named Faye Webster. I listened to all three of her albums. Her first album is kind of um, it's pretty countryish, like kind of country singer songwriter, e. And then her second two albums blend that sound with all almost like a chill R and B sound. Like it's it's crazy. I've never heard anything like it, and it's um it's just very interesting. And and me being a fan of both country and chill R and B. It's just so crazy. Here, hearing a little bit of little bit of fiddle in the mix with your groovy bass <laughs> who, who knew it would fit? You know. Um, I feel like fiddle could fit into more places than we allow it to. Yeah, fiddle and like droney guitar and like a like little mm-hmm. lap steel stuff. It's wild. Lap steel, okay, Definitely. okay. Um, lap steel for Emma forever ago. The the, oh, the Boney oh, Bear album. Excellent album. Oh Good album. God. I almost picked it for Who's that by? Uh Boney Bear. Boney bon Bear. Iver. Bon Iver, yes. I almost, that was the first album, right? Yeah. I almost picked yeah. it to do this week and then I was like, I, I honestly think it's gonna make me like Boney too sad to like do my Boney schoolwork. Boney so Boney then I didn't do it. <laughs> you could have done to a million. True. That's a that's a good one too. People sleep on it. It's that's a sleeper, man. Mm-hmm. But, uh, for sure yeah someone someone showed me coldplay's debut album the one with yellow on it like i never listened to the whole album yeah parachutes is their debut parachutes? album yeah. yeah i didn't know that uh, and i, I listened to that oh, whole that thing yesterday debut. and i was like man so many of these songs are so good mm-hmm. i was surprised yeah they definitely went downhill a little bit or a lot what um but ghost stories but magical adventure land or whatever it's called pretty, pretty sure it's called a head full of dreams isn't that the album I don't know. I literally have magical. No what? I don't know. <laughs> a head something, and then they had the halftime show, and I was like, "Yo, this well, no, is no, 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 no." The bad. album, the, the album's called "The Head Full of Dreams." I have that song oh, on CD. Yeah. yeah, Claire got it for me for one of our. Yeah. Yeah. See, I know, I know Coldplay albums. Like, why is I that album cover so good and the music so? Oh, the album much. cover is really good. Yeah. I love but, the album. But, Perry- but like Milo Zoda, a rush of blood to the head. Like and those are all shoots. those are great. All great albums. They had Beyonce on a song and it was good. So. And then just stopped making good music. Crazy. 
But it was a, it was really those, and then some random other stuff, and uh, some podcasts. That's nice. pretty much it. All right. Well, then with that, I guess we can go ahead. Park, park that train in the station. Uh, <laughs> we wanted to say thanks again for listening this week. I, why do I always say again? We wanted to say thanks for listening for the first time listening to this episode this week and remember to tune in next week where we are going to be taking a look at 21 by adele be sure to check it out so you can kind of have your own thoughts and mentally join in the discussion while you listen to the next week's episode uh feel free to either leave a comment about your thoughts on this week's album on youtube or you can also tweet them at us we're on twitter at at list up podcast and that account as well as all of our personal handles are going to be in the description of wherever you found this episode uh you know if you enjoyed this episode toss it a rating a review on whatever your respective preferred platform is um and for now we're we'll catch you next week and remember to listen up mm-hmm.